Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Everybody, welcome to the Big Six Podcast, <laughs> CBS Sports Daily Info Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I am your host. It is Friday, October 21st, and we have breaking news that went down right as the Cardinals and Saints were wrapping up Thursday Night Football to kick off Week 7 as Christian McCaffrey, Panthers running back, former first-round pick, has been traded to the San Francisco 49ers. Joining me to break down the deal, John Breach and Ryan... Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? I'm doing okay. Probably not as good as Christian McCaffrey. Do you think he's excited, Breach, to get, to get out of Carolina and, and that steaming pile of football doo-doo? He was probably on the phone with his travel agent three seconds after the trade was finalized and said, all right, just get me out of here. I'm gone. Send me to San Francisco. I don't want to ever speak of Carolina again. The Panthers have actually announced the trade just uh, literally four minutes ago. They posted it on their website. I'm trying to see if they actually included the compensation they did not but according to reports it is a 2023 second round pick a 2023 third round pick a 2023 fourth round pick and a 2024 fifth round pick meaning the panthers now have a bunch of picks in upcoming drafts whereas the 49ers have none um doing the okay first i'll ask you this who won the trade uh, I'll start. The Panthers won the trade. Um, oh. And Breach, here, I'll just give you some some things I scribbled down when Brinson and I were in HQ. So they have Jeff, Jeff Wilson, who's averaging 4.9 yards per carry. Uh, they drafted Terry Davis-Price in the third round this year. They drafted Trey Sermon in the third round last year. He's no longer with the team. They drafted Elijah Mitchell in the sixth round. Uh, he's injured, but he'll come back. And he's he was really good before he got hurt. They have Tevin Coleman on the roster. And our guy Stephen O at Sportsline sent and Jeremy McKinnon, they signed him. That was Jeremy McKinnon, thank you. And and Stephen O at Sportsline, he runs all the simulations and is smarter than all three of us put put together, said the win total for the 49ers because they don't have real needs at running back goes from 9.5 to 9.7. Um, I think the Carolina Panthers, as Brinson noted, needs all sorts of help draft and otherwise. So this is a, a huge gift for them. Christian McCaffrey wasn't gonna help them win football games this year because they're they're straight up terrible. So I, I'm not sure. I understand. Kyle Shanahan wants to win the division. He thinks this is his opening. I get that. I'm not sure if Christian McCaffrey, who struggled to stay healthy, is worth the the price of poker in this case. And real quick, I was I thought you were listing every uh, running back move the 49ers have made. Jerick McKinnon was one of Shanahan's first ones. He signed him to a oh, four-year, $30 million yeah, deal. Huge deal. The Chiefs. But now he plays for the Chiefs. Yeah, I thought Wilson was going down listing everything. That I was just looking at the recent done. draft picks who went later than – 
the second round. And so they've invested a lot at this position. And so it is interesting to see them bring in Christian McCaffrey. But you know what, Ryan? I'll disagree with you. I'll say the 49ers okay. win it. I will. I mean, your logic is sound. Your reasoning makes sense. But this feels like a Ramsian move where uh, the, the 49ers felt laughed at with the F them pick shirts. Now, John Lynch can wear an F them pick shirt because they just sent a bunch of picks. And this is that kind of move. This is, hey, maybe we're one player away from winning a Super Bowl. Well, we got that player now, and now we feel like we can win the Super Bowl. Are they one player away, though? I mean, they're tied for first if, place. If, and then if everyone season. stops being injured, they're one player away, maybe. I, I don't I don't think you're ever one running back away from winning a Super I Bowl. I think that's right. I think McCaffrey can help help put them over the top. Yeah. In a very weak, excuse me, not a very weak, a watered-down NFC if he plays the entire season and he is as dynamic as we have seen him at times in an offense where they will utilize his skill sets about as well as you would expect. Remember, I mean, they lined up Debo Samuel in the backfield. We're probably going to see Debo lined up in the backfield and Christian McCaffrey split out out wide or put in the, like slide him in the slot. You can move him all over the place. They will maximize Christian McCaffrey's skill set much better than the Carolina Panthers did over the last few years. And he hasn't played much. He's still got some decent tread on his tires. The contract isn't ideal. Um, but there's also like not a lot of concern. You know, I mean, Ed McCaffrey, Christian's dad, played for Mike Shanahan, Kyle's dad. Like, th- like these these guys know each other pretty well. And so, you know, didn't uh, did John Lynch? Did John Lynch? Uh, you want a fun fact about that fun fact you just gave us? Yeah, John Lynch plays Stanford, so did Christian McCaffrey. Like, they, like all these people know each other really well. Ed McCaffrey and Mike Shanahan were only together for one season in San Francisco, and the 49ers won the Super Bowl that year. Oh. There you go. 1994. What were they together in Denver? Am I crazy? So, um, K Tide 12 asked, K Tide 12 asked this in the comments. Uh, I mean, the NFC sucks this year. He says, why not do whatever one can to increase your odds? I get it. The issue is, what if you spin out and lose in the first round of the playoffs? Is that considered a win? Because now, and Breach, here are the picks that the 49ers now have in the upcoming draft. They don't have the first because that was Trey Lance. They have three. They have one seventh round pick, right? They have three thirds. They had three thirds. They just traded one of them. Now they have two compensatory thirds left. They have a fourth, a fifth, and a seventh. So if you lose in the first round of the playoffs or don't make the playoffs, the trade obviously I don't think is worth it because now you're you're facing long odds to get better quickly because you have no draft picks and you have a lot of money on the books tied up in in Christian McCaffrey uh, among other people. You play to win the game. Well. Right, currently, right now, the San Francisco 49ers are sitting as the number four seed in the NFC. With the way that their draft picks slot out, and this is based on the current the current setup, right? They would have they would be giving away, I believe, the 53rd pick, the 85th pick, and the 117th pick in this upcoming draft. Would you take that value and add in a um I give like a just sort of a middling uh uh fifth rounder for next year? It, it equates to, this is very quick math in between this trade happening, us jumping on the video stuff, 195 points on the new trade chart. That is that is literally, um, I think it's uh, it's right in between 30 and 31. I said it wrong in HQ. So you're, you're basically talking about a, if if, if they stayed where they are, they, they exited it fairly early in the playoffs, you'd be giving up the 31st pick of the draft. I'm okay doing that for Christian McCaffrey. Now, if you go on and you make a deep run, you're giving away like a middle, like a, a, a middle of the second round pick, which I'm definitely okay with. If you collapse and you miss the playoffs, 
or you, you know, you're so the, let, just let me be clear. You're okay with giving up all this compensation just to win two playoff games and not get to the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, if Chukwesky Tart, I mean, every it was fine for to trade for Matthew Stafford would once the Rams won the Super Bowl. So yes. No, I just want to ask you. I said I, they, I'm willing to take the chance. I don't think this compensation is that much. Okay. For a running back of McCaffrey's caliber, because you can totally, he is the perfect weapon for Kyle Shanahan. He compliments Debo Samuel now because now Debo's thinking, I don't have to take 10 carries a game. I can just hand that off to Christian McCaffrey, who is just Jeff Wilson or Jeff Wilson, but Christian McCaffrey is just as good of a weapon uh, catching (laughs) the ball, running the ball. And the thing is, you look at what the four errors do with their running backs. And I think if there's one thing Kyle Shanahan would love to see more, is being able to design plays where the quarterback can throw the ball to the running back and where he doesn't have to design something for Debo Samuel in that sense because 49ers running backs aren't catching passes. I think they have 19 total receptions on the year. Christian McCaffrey has more receptions than every 49ers running back combined. Uh, can I ask the, you a couple questions? Yes. Is that the difference? Is that what this offense is missing, running backs catching passes? I think it is if Jimmy Garoppolo is struggling to throw down field and you okay. want to give him somebody to dump it off to just to, okay. just to take some pressure off of him. Fair enough. No, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Another question. Okay. Hold on. I, I want to, I want to say just if they, uh, people in the comments are getting up in arms on this. If they win the Super Bowl, obviously it's a good trade. Winning the Super Bowl is they could end up being the number one seed in the NFC and you could still lose the Super Bowl. So I don't think you want to judge it necessarily on the Super Bowl so much as like, how does the offense look? How does McCaffrey perform? Is he healthy? Does it improve Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, does it does it mitigate pressure on the quarterback with an offensive line that's banged up and lost Alex Mack? That lost, feels like uh, you're looking for moral victories. I think in, in the I NFL, you, you need to win the Super Bowl. If they end up being the number one seed in the NFC a, a, after starting three and three, then I think that was a good trade, even if they lose in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, but here let's do the let's think this thing out a little further. So let's say they didn't trade for Christian McCaffrey and they win ten games this year and they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Now they have these draft picks and they win. They're they'll win on average ten games the next three years. Let's say they win twelve games this year with Christian McCaffrey, lose in the first round of the playoffs. Now they're going to be on pace to win eight and a half for nine games the next three years. So looking at it in that sense, costing yourself a game, a game and a half per year on the back end, is that worth it? If the results are the same in year one, for luck or otherwise, I think it's Super Bowl or bust. That's what it comes down. You don't like have to too. win the Super Bowl. You have to if you get to the yes. Super Bowl, lose the trade pays off. Right, but if I agree you with do that. not make the Super Bowl because you think about if we had this conversation two days ago about what, how far do you think the 49ers are going to go this season? Are they going to win the division? Are they going to get to the NFC title game for the second straight year? Uh, and so think about what you would have said two days ago, and now. What is their ceiling with Christian McCaffrey? Did it only go up one game? Because if you thought they're going to go to the NFC title game and now, you know, Christian McCaffrey only gets them one game further, then maybe you consider it not a great trade. But I do think if they make it to the Super Bowl, it's it's okay with it. It It's like the Julio Jones trade with Thomas Dimitrov traded up and gave all that stuff for Julio Jones. They got to the Super Bowl. They were up 28 to three and they lost. I would have been okay with that. I was okay with it. That's fine. That's what the position you want to be in. The one other thing I want to ask quickly on the follow up to, Breach saying that the offense will open up with McCaffrey catching balls, and I don't disagree with that. Do you know how many games Christian McCaffrey played in 2021? Breach Not a lot. Seven. He, he, he got injured early in the season, left. I mean, I would say six. Seven. Do you know how many he played in 2020? I mean, not many. Five. Three. I mean, so, give me, how, many, how many touches did he have in 2019 when Ron Rivera started to save his job? He had 287 uh, rushes, and he had 
116. By the way, whoever's whoever's in the chat is like saying like they don't, they're not running Debo Samuel this year. He's averaging more rush attempts per game than he did last year. So you're just wrong. He's averaging 8.9. Uh, excuse me. 3.8 la- this year. 5.9 yards per carry. Um, but yeah, my point is that that I mean, you know, he can't stay healthy. So that's also should be part of the math. But well, well, what? Well, I mean, he's he hasn't he wasn't healthy for in 2020 or 2021 when the after the Panthers ran him into the ground, he suffered some fluke injuries. Oh, I mean, yeah, that should be a warning. Well, I think that's a don't... fair assessment. If he gets injured next week and is yeah, out, if he, gets hurt, if he gets hurt and plays three games, and it's a really bad trade. Yeah, but I'm saying there's a history, there's an injury history there as well. And, and, and that's part of the risk of making this trade. Right. Yep. It's like buying a, a car. It's buying like buying a, a Ferrari. Car. Exactly. Ferrari that's you know has had work on it, but you're like, you know what? I got a Ferrari. And if, it, if I can drive it long enough to find a girlfriend and then it breaks down, who cares? And the girlfriend right. is the Super Bowl. I just did a breach analogy. That's a great analogy. Wait, that's a if, if that works, you win. Like if that's Yeah, a, that's what I'm saying. You win. You got the right. girlfriend. Let me until let me ask she you sees her. the car is broken down. I mean, look, the draft capital is substantial. I personally would not give it up for a running back. I, I kind of understand why if you're this if you're the 49ers, and again, you have to realize like John Lynch and, and Kyle Shannon have as much inside information on Christian McCaffrey as any franchise possibly could because of their connections to him through familial and, and collegial stuff. Um what's the difference between those two words? Well, co- well, collegial I don't know. Sta- She's putting you on the spot. <laughs> Go ahead. It's not funny. Um, it, like, the Rams are in on McCaffrey as well, and so there's a little bit of jockeying there where you feel like you need to, you know, you, you want to prevent, you know, there's a little bit of prevent the Rams from getting it because you want to try to win your division. You want to try and make, you know, you want to try and make a run in the playoffs. I, again, I would not give up that sort of capital for a running back. I yeah, think- but just just to push back, did the Rams? Do you think the Rams had any draft capital in the next five years to give up, or are they going to trade players? I mean, the 49ers have as few as I mean, the 49ers have all those comp picks in the third, but like, yeah, I mean, the Ram- neither of those teams have a lot of draft picks because they traded for quarterbacks. Yep. My point. My point being is that if I, I think Christian McCaffrey can be dynamic and explosive in this offense in particular. And I think that the two guys who are in charge of determining who's on the roster have a lot of inside information and feel comfortable trading for McCaffrey based on what they know. And like, you know, you, 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 you do a trade with uh, another NFL team and you're sort of trying to, you know, you've got to play a bit of a guessing game. Well, I feel fairly comfortable that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch can reach out through back channels and be like, you know, like, what's like, you know, is he like, is he healthy? Is he? You, and I don't think like Ed McCaffrey and Mike Shanahan, who I believe could get this information for them, are going to lie to you know they're not gonna, like they'll they'll get an honest answer from those guys. I think. Um. Yeah. I mean, the medical. I would imagine that there'll be some medical component to the trade anyway. So whatever you know or don't know, you're gonna figure it out right quick when he shows up, right? But you, he'll will have to do a physical, yes. Yeah, but he's healthy right now. Okay, we'll see. I think it's too much, but I mean, if he's good, then it works out. Also, I think there's a history, a recent history of the 49ers under Shanahan and Lynch doing some unconventional things with draft picks <laughs> with Trey Lance, and unfortunately, he's injured too. So you know that that's hanging over it. And I think you mentioned on HQ, and they also have a history of making trades. They and history uh, making trades. Jimmy Garoppolo, 2017. They they traded for Emmanuel Sanders in 2019, and that one put him over the top, and they got to the Super Bowl. Is eh? that who Jimmy Garoppolo overthrew? 
in Miami? It, on the final uh, yes. possession, offense possession for the 49ers? Yes. I believe so. Now, look, there's, some, there's also a history of some um, okay, who is the uh, like Joe Williams they traded up for in the fourth round in 2017. Total whiff. Um, redacted human being from 2021 in the third round who they they, they like were emphatic about getting. Who I, I won't say his name anymore because he Oh, I think I said his name earlier. The running back? Trey Sermon. Yeah. Uh, but then Elijah Mitchell, six-round pick. Now, again, I understand. You can get a six-round pick. You can get Elijah Mitchell in the sixth round. That is much cheaper than trading a bunch of picks for Christian McCaffrey. I do think Christian McCaffrey, when he's at the top of his game, is a totally different player than almost any running back in football. He's an airback. Air, thanks, Pete. Yeah, I was just quoting Pete. I know. Um, if he's healthy, he will be a difference maker for that team, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's right. I don't think that's that's not even a crazy thing to say. And you mentioned on HQ, now you have uh, sort of the the ability to swap out McCaffrey for Debo, not on the field, but in terms of the actual positions they're playing. And um, I was thinking, Breach, if you get 11 Debo Samuels on your team, you're probably the best team in the NFL, and maybe that's the long-term plan of the 49ers. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Kyle Shanahan's like, ooh, I have a wide receiver that can play running back. Now I just need a running back that can play wide receiver, and I'll have Kyle Shanahan bingo, and that's kind of what he has here. And He's not going to sleep at all for the next 72 hours. He's going to just be designing plays that have Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel on the field. I think one interesting thing here, though, is that this is essentially a one-year rental. You're giving away all these draft picks uh, you have Christian McCaffrey under contract at minimum uh, veteran salary this year, but then no guaranteed money left after that. So do you try and hammer out a new deal? Do you say, you know, what, we'll just keep them for 11 million, even though the 49ers are already tight in salary cap space. Um, so that's something you have to consider because if you only keep them for one year, then you just give away all those draft picks for a, a, an 11 game rental. But if you keep him for more than one year, he ain't going to play for the veteran minimum. It's going to be the veteran maximum. Well, right. he's got he's under contract next year for eleven million dollars. Uh, oh, I thought you meant this year. Oh, so he's he's through twenty twenty. He has no more guaranteed money after twenty twenty two. So that opens up a situation where the Fort Ayers could. I mean, they're not going to cut him, but they could cut him, owe him nothing. They could renegotiate his contract so that he has some guaranteed money, but is not making eleven million dollars a year. So they'll have a lot of options after the season ends. Who do you think the best team in the division is? I, I think it's if. I mean, can I, I mean, and I don't mean this like if everyone's healthy, I just mean if they get like the 49ers are really dealing with a ton of injuries. Yeah. I think it's the 49ers by a pretty wide margin. If, if they get, yeah, you know, you got to get uh Bosa back. You got to get Trent Williams back. If they get those guys back pretty comfortably, the best team, I think the, the Rams offensive line is a problem. Seahawks defense isn't very good. I mean, Kyler, yeah, they, we'll talk about Kyler and Cliff in a minute. They just scored the most points in their, history of working together and not to mention out breach. Who do you think is the best? Uh, I agree with Brinson, the 49ers, but I don't think as wide of as a gap as he thinks it is. Are so, you going to say that Eugene Cyril Smith, the third is number two? Maybe. I think the call, Seahawks might call be number E3. Two. How's that sound? E3 is pretty good. I'm going to call me three. I, wonder I don't if hate it. Get that the stick. Uh, nah, the Seahawks look good. The, except their defense doesn't look great, I guess. And Brinson mentioned the Rams problems. The offensive line is hard to fix in the middle of the season because no one's going to trade you any good offensive linemen. So, but yeah, the 49ers definitely feel like the best team in the division. I, well, I also thought that 
CMC, and obviously we talked about F them picks. CMC would have been a huge addition for the Rams. They're trying to trade Cam Akers. CMC gives you a little quick outlet for Matthew Stafford on like passing that'll mitigate the pressure that he's that he's receiving because this offensive line is a problem. And so I might the- actually think it's worse, but only because the offensive line sucks so bad. So you, he's just basically a receiver. He can't run the ball. Like he can't well, yeah, compensate but- for a terrible offensive line as a running back. But he would he- mitigate the terrible offensive line by getting out and. I think he wouldn't be able to overcome the terrible offensive line. Or he would get a pass patterns and you quickly and the, get the ball in space. That's, and then, that's yeah. a, that's, that's expensive for, uh, can you imagine if the Panthers called the Rams? Like, all right, here's the 49ers final offer. Do you think you can match it? And the Rams are just like, LOL. Have you seen, we have two picks in the first five rounds of this year's draft guys. We, we'll we give got you Matthew Stafford. If you want him, we'll do that. <laughs> we got our super Bowl with him. We're, here, we're, here are the, here are the new odds, by the way, on the, uh, the NFC West. We've already put this up, but, uh, San Fran minus minus one ten. Rams plus one fifty five, Cardinals eleven to one, Seahawks eleven to one. Who would you bet on there? I'm going with E three. Eleven to one. Come on now. Uh, I, I mean, minus one ten isn't bad. I mean, probably still one forty nine. And just for clarity's sake, the Niners are leading the division at three and three. The Rams also at three and three, but they lost the tie break because of that head to head. Seattle also three and three. And now the Cardinals three and four, I believe. So it's 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 a dogfight. I mean, it's I, I would probably rather take the longer shot. Uh, but I, I do think San Francisco is the is the best team. But that the health the health and they have they're hosting KC uh, Super Bowl LIV rematch. That's a that's not an, obviously not an easy game. But, you know, uh, do you think Christian McCaffrey plays this week? I would assume no. What's today? Today's. It was Friday now. Today's Thursday, Friday. No, I don't think so. Robbie Anderson was dressed. Did he play on Thursday night? He got like a few snaps. They they went to he uh threw deep one deep threw one deep pass to him. Okay, so maybe he gets that sort of treatment, the Robbie Anderson treatment. It's a little easier to come in as a running back, I think, than it is a wide receiver. Yeah, he's I'm sure he's you know, he went to Stanford, so I'm sure he's no dummy. I just um that's a quick turnaround. It, more than likely, the his first game will be against the Rams after the, uh, I think in weeks eight, which is hilarious because he played the Rams. <laughs> he's going to play the Rams back to back games. Mm. Well, now that's I mean, look, that's um, this is a, 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 a thr- not a throwaway point, but like a, not a this is not why you do the trade or you you make sure the trade happens, but it is an, at least an interesting aspect of it. Chris McCaffrey spent an entire week, you know, game planning to go against the Rams. And just played him and saw what they like to do on defense in order to try to contain him. And as you point out, Ryan, he is a Stanford graduate, very smart individual, maybe able to provide some insight into Kyle Shanahan as to what the Rams might like to do. And Kyle Shanahan notably owns the Rams. I mean, if you if you're if you're the 49ers and you somehow steal one from the Chiefs as a two and a half point home dog, and then you beat the Rams and you're five and three, you're in really, really good shape in that division. But the flip side of that uh is that the Rams might be in first place after this week because the Seahawks play the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are favored. Bears, as you mentioned, are underdogs to the Chiefs. So if they both lose, uh, then the Rams are sitting at home, staying at three and three, and now in first place. Okay. Um, oh my God. You know it's great, Breach? See the smiling, charming face that Wilson's got on right now? We're going to spend a few more minutes with him recapping Cardinals and Saints which we'll do on the YouTube feed. We're going to hang up. 
We're gonna disappear. Go to the other stream. Billy's gonna. We're gonna cross the streams. We're gonna cross streams. We're basically gonna go Ghostbusters. Yes. So if you are listening, if you are watching, be prepared for this stream to close. Go, we'll see you in the other stream in a few minutes. For Wilson, for Breach, I'm Brinson. Chris McCaffrey, no longer a Carolina Panther. Crazy world to be in. See you guys later. Spring training is in full swing and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. New CBS Monday. NCIS is back. We need all hands on deck. So grab your gear. NCIS! And join our elite team. What are the charges? Murder. New cases to be solved. Double tap to the chest. Same caliber as the murder weapon. And new criminals to catch. That's the bomb maker. Where's the bomb? A new NCIS Monday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.